0: Good morning and welcome to Real Estate Daily with your real estate guru and we are talking cabins this morning. Love the topic of cap. You know cabins is one of those topics you can talk about every single day because they are just a wonderful topic. I personally have a cabin and love the cabin. You know, the the times I get to spend at the cabin, and our cabin is on Forest Service land, so it's leased land. The times I get to spend at the cabin are so special. It's the serene, quiet time. You can really collect yourself and get back to nature and what's going on. So anyway, we're talking cabins this morning. Welcome. I hope you've got a cup of coffee with you this morning. Certainly, I've got mine going on. It, it is the coffee company, the Rifle Coffee Company coffee this morning, and I am loving it. A couple changes this morning uh, on technology. Of course, mornings always are, 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 it seems like, different on technology than the rest of the day. Just getting things turned, but you come into the office, you start turn, turning things on, and you think, well, oh, what happened there? I, I dear Lord. Hey, take a moment and hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. Also, send me a comment. We get back to all the comments. Send me a comment this morning about cabins. Have you ever stayed at a Forest Service cabin? On Mount Hood, there's about 552, 550 each of them. So there's, it sounds like a lot. There's really not a lot of them. However, you can still find land. You can petition for it and build your own cabin. And cabins come in all different kinds of styles. There isn't just one single style of cabin out there. Also on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And on the subscribe button, you will be admitted to the Guru members only events where we have special events, special presentations to build your business bigger than it could have ever been thought of being built before. My personal goal is to build your business. Let's get together. Let's talk about your business specifically. Okay, let's get into it here. Do you have cabin fever? You know, there is, I believe there is a such a thing as a cabin fever. And cabin fever is that desire to want to be in a simpler environment. Now, I, I will admit, now I'll be talking a little bit about my own cabin. but So we bought this cabin, and it did not have Wi-Fi, which most of them do not. <laughs> Although most of them have power, but even not all of them even have power. Uh, electricity. Uh, Our main heating source is a a, a, a fireplace insert. We do have one baseboard inside the cabin. And that one baseboard is only to keep things from freezing up because it won't heat the cabin. I I mean, it'll keep it above freezing in in the kitchen area, which is the goal. And that's what we put it in for. But the cabin, the actual heat source is a fireplace insert. And that is different for sure. Okay, so cabin fever. I believe that cabin fever does exist. And I believe people yearn at times to get back to a simpler way of life and experience it for a while. It is a complete getaway from life as as we really know it. If you're looking for privacy, certainly privacy can be had at the cabin. There's no doubt about that. I mean, let's face it. You're out in the woods. I mean, you're way out in the woods. These cabins aren't just along, you know, Main Street in, in Portland or something. They are in the woods. It is a w- woods setting. That's the kind of setup that we have for it. So... When In one moment, I have help coming. So are we changing cameras this morning, Karen? Um, we could go to a commercial break if, you think, if we needed to. Okay, I'll let you uh, grab. We're going to go to a commercial break here real quick and change cameras o- over. So let's see here. Karen, how do I go to a commercial? Com- qu- just a quick commercial break. On my favorite topic, cap- So, Ron, how can a cup of coffee improve my career in real estate? Well, one cup of coffee is how we start our mornings, and it's not a stranger in real estate. We have coffee with our clients all the time. Even bigger than that, we can sit down with one cup of coffee, talk about your goals, make your business bigger, and push you to heights that you can't even believe. That's right. And I'll tell you, working for Rod and I, you can be pushed because he's a workhorse. I love real estate and I want to share my passion with building your career in real estate as soon as we can pour the next cup of coffee. So how about a cup of coffee with us? I look forward to having a cup of coffee with you and having a discussion of a career change as soon as possible. Thank you. The guru is like. Hey, welcome back. We're talking cabins. As I mentioned, you know, technology changes always happen when you get to the office and you, t- and you hit the switch. Everything starts coming back on and you think to yourself, is that how it's supposed to look? If you If you have technology problems in the morning, send me a comment and let me know while I'm sipping my coffee here. All right. So, and we're changing cameras a little bit here. So, outdoor activities. If, you know, we're talking privacy, outdoor activities, what does a cabin offer? Cabins offer a lot of stuff. I mean, cabins offer so much, you could never take it all in actually, because you're on the mountain. And if you enjoy those kind of activities, it will be the place for you. Outdoor activities include biking, hiking, mountain biking, which I understand is different than biking. So you, you have the biking and the mountain. So I don't want to leave, leave, leave those things out for goodness sakes. You have the skiing, the snowshoeing, the cross-country skiing, which I, I know is different than downhill for sure. The, I don't want to insult the, the different levels of skiing for goodness sakes. There is so much beauty just to go on hikes, and you can go on flat hikes, even on the mountain. You can find areas that are flatter than others. On Mount Hood, one of my favorite hikes is the Ramona Falls hike. It's an easy hike. It's fairly flat. You get back to a pristine environment that is amazing. Kids love the outdoors. You know, there's no better place for a kid to grab a stick. You know, we're talking the old-fashioned stick here. We're not talking some trinket, some tech, piece of technology they hold in their hand. We're talking an old-fashioned stick. And I love it. If you love having your kids play with stuff, things like this, send me a comment. It is such, in my opinion, and I'm no psychology, child psychologist, but in my opinion, Children playing with with, with a stick and imagining something is absolutely a thing of beauty. There is nature out there. Wildlife. Now, the wildlife can be so beautiful. But also, we have to protect the wildlife. And by the way, at times, we have to protect ourselves from the wildlife. Because you are up on the mountain. You are out in the wilderness. There are dangerous neighbors around. And I don't mean people. It's different. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm taking another sip of coffee this morning. If you haven't hit the like button on the show this morning, take a moment and hit that like button. I love it. It really makes my day for you to hit the like button. All right. Dangerous neighbors. We're talking, you know, Bobcats. Cougars, mountain lions, bears, yes, they're all up on the mountain. Uh, Coyotes, all these animals are up on the mountain. And they're also, you can hear them if you're near near a body of water. And you can hear the, the cougar scream out at night at times. It's an amazing sound to hear the different animals. Everything from morning till night. It's an experience that you need to go and have. If you don't own one, and by definition, most people don't own a cabin. You can't, there's not that many. For heaven's sakes, there's just not that many cabins. In all the mountains, there's not that many cabins for everybody to have one, but you could go rent one. You could go and do a rental and, or ask a buddy that you know somebody, a friend of a friend maybe, to stay in one. Go and experience the beauty of the out-of-doors. It is another part of real estate that I love to talk about because there's nothing more beautiful than hiking out in the natural area. All right, let's get to the other side of the coin. We've been talking the one side of the coin, you know, the beauty, the cabin, the experience, all that stuff. But what about the rules and the regulations? Are there any rules and regulations? Well, of course there are. Let me just answer that right up front. You're on leased land. What does that mean? Hey, you're, does that mean you can be kicked off any time? Well, generally no. And I'm using Mount Hood out in Oregon as the example. Lots and lots of mountains across our wonderful nation have, have cabins and cabin opportunities. And but using Mount Hood, there's about 550 each of these cabins, they're all on leased land. The leases on that mountain are 25 year federal leases, and the leases are not expensive. Now, they're not just free, but they're certainly not expensive. But when you lease land from the federal government for your cabin to sit on, what does that mean? Now, they've been doing it for 125 years on that mountain. Other mountains, I'm certain, is probably even longer. There's all kinds of of different schemes or or contracts out there. But what does it mean to sit on leased land? Are they just going to come along and sell it out from underneath you? And the answer is no. They're not going to come and sell it out from underneath of you. This is a a federal program they have going on. They have these twenty five year leases out there. I understand at one time they on some mountains they had these ninety nine year leases, but I have not personally experienced any of those or seen those contracts. So the leases, though, you can't fence in the land. There's about on our cabin. There's about a half acre, but the land can't be fenced and it can't permanently exclude others from crossing over the land you have access to that land you have the right to to that land but you don't have the right of exclusion from that land to exclude others permanently from the land that's not how those leases work your right is to be there and have a home on that parcel and they're not going to put another home closer to you than that lease parcel land but others out hiking, can traverse across your piece of land so that that, that's generally how they work now the big question do you have cash i know it's that it's that horrible question is that horrible statement to bring up do you have cash Do, do you have a primary home residence These two questions go together because do you have cash? Do you have a primary home residence? Let's go to the basic regs of owning a cabin. First, you have to have a primary home residence. That doesn't mean you have to own the home, but you have to at least have an apartment. Now, almost everybody, nearly everybody, has a home somewhere. Here's what you can't do. You cannot declare the cabin as a primary home residence you can't get mail there you can't get ser- uh, lots of deliveries and things won't go out to a cabin the the addressing system for the cabins is even different than what home addresses are these are lot numbers and and cabin numbers on 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 uh, forest service roads so Very different, and it can't be a primary home. Now, can you live in it? The question is can you live in the the cabin year round? Well, kind of. You can't permanently live there, (coughs) excuse me, but you can live there essentially the entire year as long as you have another primary residence. You have to have another primary residence out of 365 days. You could essentially live there 364 days as long as you maintain another primary residence. Now you have to get you have to buy these things with cash. You know, this concept of well, let's get a loan and, and buy one. Let's get a loan and buy one and let's rent it out. How about that? Well, there are no loans on Forest Service cabins. And in fact, Forest Service cabins are quite unique in this when it comes to real estate because it's, uh, this is tough. It's kind of fake real estate. In a lot of ways, it's kind of fake real estate because you're not buying the realty that the home sits on. You are buying a package of rights, a bundle of what we call in law servitudes, the servitudes of the land. You're buying these servitude. You're buying the, think about it this way. You're buying the rights of the land for you and the cabin to sit there. And this has been considered to be realty. In most of the situations, that would not be considered actual realty. But in this situation, federal leases, very, very sustainable. It is realty but there are no loans so how do you buy the thing because you can't take a loan out on the property so let's investigate first of all why you cannot have a loan why are they cash only because that seems crazy because they're not they're not extraordinarily cheap i mean cabins on mount hood you can find them ranging anywhere from 150,000 each on the, very, on the low end area, uh, all the way up to the half a million dollar area, with most of them in that 250 to 400 area. So they're not extraordinarily cheap. They are a little less in a lot of cases than a home in town, but still, it's a lot of money. And to think you can cash that out, how do you do it? Well, since it's leased federal land, they don't allow the bank to quantify, to grab a mortgage and lean it against the land and resell it if you fault. Thus, you can't have a mortgage on the land itself because it's simply not allowed. So what you need is you you maybe you just have the cash. Maybe you have an inheritance. Maybe you've saved it up. Maybe you ran into a pot of money. Maybe you played the lottery and got got a big pot of money to get cash. Maybe you have a current home and you pull money out of your home through an equity loan because you can pull money against your home and use that cash to go and buy a cabin, which is how most people do it. Most aren't waiting to win the lottery. Most aren't waiting for their great 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 uncle to die to give them a wonderful inheritance. That's not how it's happening for most people. Most people are using their current residence and they're simply leveraging against their current residence to make this wonderful opportunity happen for them. All right, let's talk about conditions of the cabin let we have another sip of coffee this morning Let's slow down a little bit cabins are one of my favorite topics it, it's just one of those wonderful things to talk about i enjoy it so much i, well, I was going to mention earlier and i apologize we had a little technology glitch getting going I did put Wi-Fi most of them don't have Wi-Fi I did put Wi-Fi at my cabin and when I put it in you know how you probably at your home have your 300 megabits per second or some crazy speed that you're, you're that we're all dealing with these days well this is a long ways out. I did get get Wi-Fi in but it came in at about 16 megabits per second. that's not much but you can check email. You can check a text message. So I'm not completely let, let, left out there all alone. Anyway, okay. And there are different conditions, di- different ones. And some of them certainly are on more of a mainstream area. All right, conditions of the cabin. What kind of conditions are we talking about? Uh, some Some cabins from the outside might look dilapidated. And on the inside, they may look great. Some may look great on the outside and dilapidated on the inside just the opposite it is the outside condition of the cabin that we want to first deal with here the outside condition of the cabin is regulated you can't suddenly go and paint your cabin pepto-bismol pink I I wonder how the the whole popularity of pepto-bismol pink came about it's got to be from the medication I'm sure but it, it, the fact that they came up with a paint that's Pepto Bismol pink is just amazing to me. But you can't go and paint the cabin any color of any color at all without getting permission from the Forest Service manager. That's the Forest Service manager of the cabins. It's very specific. Now, now that's windows, anything that can be looked at from from the outside. If the cabin has historical value on the inside, there also can be regulations on what you can do on the inside of some of them. It's not many of them, though, and you would definitely know that when you purchase it. You also have to apply to the Forest Service Manager to be accepted to the program, to even own one of them. Well, that does not, all of that does not stop your personal touch on the inside. You're allowed to have a personal touch on the, decorate it how you want to decorate it. Put, put up, you know, animal skins on the walls or or whatever you want to do on the inside. However, it makes you feel like you are reaching back and living in a cabin and it's back to nature. Very few of these cabins are actually log cabins. That would be a rare cabin. Most of them on the inside are knotty pine or some form of wood for sure. A few have sheetrock, but, but that, that is a few. Most of them have some form of wood for paneling or something on the inside, making them look very rustic on the inside. But then on the inside, largely, you're not dealing with the outside now, you can have a personal touch and decorate them in the manner in which you want them decorated. These are a wonderful asset. By the way, cabins are becoming... A huge value as our society is growing in population like crazy. We are becoming more and more crowded. And people want an opportunity to have a getaway. And they want some space. They get tired of the cramped feeling inside the city. And, And there's some wonderful things about cities. Some cities can be absolutely beautiful. But they are full they're full of people and getting back to nature back to the cabin can absolutely do something mentally for us all right more limitations are there more limitations well (laughs) let me tell you there are for example let me bring up propane tanks propane tanks must be concealed You can't just have a a propane tank sitting out there outside your front door for everyone to see. You must somehow, and you'd have to work with the Forest Service manager on this, making sure it's concealed. Maybe you have some natural fencing around it. They may even require you to paint it some natural color. Because they don't want things that are obvious to everybody else and it's just it's a sore thumb in the forest that being said let's talk about outdoor lighting outdoor lighting can be on while you're at the cabin outdoor lighting can wonderfully be used while you are present but outdoor lighting can't be on once you leave the cabin it's a direct rule no lighting for the cabin once you leave the cabin, the cabin needs to be dark. You know, the natu- Think about this. The natural forest is dark. We want to make this that we are not disturbing the animals any more than we have to. And lots of these cabins are on, my, mine is certainly on a creek. And lots of them are on bodies of water and creeks. And they're embedded in the forest. That's the concept of the Forest Service land. You are embedded in the actual forest. And you don't want to have some bright sunshine out in the natural forest that's just beaming with no one around. It would make no sense. So there is a rule when you leave, lights just simply need to go up. Now, most people want to turn them off anyway. They want to turn them off anyway because it saves money. Also, no fencing. You cannot fence your area. As I mentioned before, people can pass through. You have the right. Your lease is the right to be there, and they're not going to put it in the cabin in your area. But people do have the right to pass through, and they have the right to hike through. And that keeps the area wide open. Now, there's lots of permissions to, to be gained, permissions to rent the place, permissions to change the outside You can't rent the the ones on Mount Hood, which the ones I'm most familiar with, but there's also some cabins up on White Pass in in Washington and different rules. The ones on Mount Hood, you can't rent them more than 12 days a year, and the total rental cannot come up to more than the expenses of the cabin itself. That's a very specific ruling. I will tell you, with all of the rulings, all of the things and the rulings for the outside, the decks and the size of the decks, building anything outside, the look of the windows. It's there for a reason and it's there for a reason to make the area look natural, natural colors only. Because you're in a forest and maintaining this. Well, I'm not a huge fan of regulation. I understand in some situations, to keep the pristine environment, it has become a necessity. I would like to hear from you about cabins. Have you sold a cabin? Have you had a client that wanted a cabin? Have you had someone that you took and did a tour of cabins? Do you have confusions, uh, other confusion, or other questions? Because there's lots we're not covering today. Septics alone, we could go a whole show just on cabins, septics alone, and the different types of septics that are allowed out there and, and what's going on in water systems and cisterns and the, the whole thing, It because it's unique to cabins. But I would like to hear from you in the comments. Have you shown cabins? Are you excited about cabins? Do you have clients? That are excited about cabins because the growing excitement of the cabin culture is spectacular. I am here to help you build your business every day. This is real estate, this is real estate daily. I am a real estate guru and I'll be talking to you shortly. Don't forget to like the show, send me a comment in YouTube, hit the subscribe button, become a member of the guru members only events, and I'll be talking to you tomorrow.